Hi everybody, welcome back to Culture Play-by-Play. -play. I'm Anaya. I'm Charlene. And today we're actually gonna do something a little bit different. Uh, as you guys may already know, this is basically gonna be our season three finale. We know, very sad, it came at a very iffy time you could say, but hey, it's like a pre holiday special call it that yeah yeah we'll go with that but um we're actually going to be doing a bit of a reflection episode so if anyone's ever seen like a dvd commentary where creators talk about you know the episodes that they've done we're just going to be doing something a little similar to that yeah so you know uh we don't know the status of like if we're going to be coming back for season four or not but you know for right now we're just gonna have fun talking about our podcast from season one and season two and a little bit of season three but we're mainly gonna be talking about season one and season two nice so let's get into the episode so like <clears throat> why did you want to do the podcast like what was your well you actually have brought up the idea and you had originally mentioned that you wanted to do the podcast like not that you said, like, oh, I want to do it alone, but you mm -hmm. had said that you were interested in doing a podcast. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I would like to join you along that uh, sweet little journey. So <laughs> then we joined along. And I just thought it'd be interesting. And especially because at the time I was still at home and I knew I was going to be at home for another semester. So I'm like, OK, I don't have any <laughs> social <laughs> activities going on. This will help to make me feel like there's something to look forward to in the week most definitely and i the reason why i wanted to do a podcast was because i had like a lot of thoughts about a lot of tv shows and i w wouldn't have anyone to really talk about it with so i would just be sitting in my room talking to myself felt that felt that and especially when it comes to books like i'll be just ranting to myself so i'm like i need an outlet and i do have a book TikTok, but i would never let anyone know and i do um yeah, I like doing that, but I also, the podcast really gave me an outlet to talk about TV shows and stuff. I also thought it was fun because it wasn't anything that was too serious. Like we got mm -hmm. to just have fun, like, just either talking about shows that we both have seen and getting different perspectives. Like, oh, I don't know, you actually like this character more than somebody else or whatever, versus, like, or even, at least, I feel like more so on my end, getting to learn about other things like the busted after series <laughs> verity all those other things that i would have never wanted to check out on my own probably still wouldn't but you know yeah definitely i feel like the process was pretty easy for us to start it up um we did have some help from outsiders and everything and then creating the logo like i think the process was pretty smooth to be to, honest yeah honestly it, it was kind of fun too to see how much work can go into something because i will say that that's something i underestimated and mm. you you see like youtubers and other people who make podcasts and you think in your mind oh all they have to do is just record an episode for an hour but it's like no there's planning that goes into it there's yeah. when are we available and as you guys saw with season three <laughs> sometimes you create schedules and plans and they don't always go through just based on other circumstances but for the most part at least through seasons one and two we were pretty consistent with everything yeah i feel like um season one season two was easy for us because um, I was still home for the semester. I, I didn't want to go back. And you were here because, you know, didn't have didn't really have a choice. Yeah. So um, it was kind of it was kind of smooth sailing and everything. Uh, so how did you feel about the Glee episode, our first ever episode? Ooh, I was so, so scared when we started that episode. <laughs> and before then, I hadn't even been nervous. But right when we were about to start recording, it was like, wait a minute. This is like our first impression. What are we going to say? And 
oh, if only you guys knew how long it took us to get through, like, the intro <laughs> yeah. and everything else. We were like, oh, hi, I'm, and I, and I. <laughs> it was just, oh, God. But overall, I think it was a good intro episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of season one in general, I feel like I look back on it, and I'm like, you can tell how much our process and, like, our comfortability with talking on the uh, recording platform, I'll say, yeah. uh, has improved. Because, you know, we, we were able to really go more into detail about things that we thought about. Definitely. I, and I, even though I'd never finished, I did, I will never finish Glee. Um, I just accepted that for myself. I liked our thoughts on it, our different perspectives. And, and some of our things were, like, the same, but the other things were not. So I, I liked it. That was a good episode to start. I was going to say, yeah, definitely. Also because we both had, at least had some experience with it versus, mm-hmm. like, something different. But, all right, so for our next episode, 13 Reasons Why, how that, were your thoughts? I really, honestly, mm, I wouldn't say that was my favorite episode of season one, but I definitely feel like that's probably one of my top five favorites. Because um, even though we did cut a lot of the things out that we said in there, I feel like we had more of a conscious thoughts of that and we looked at it from a standpoint of um like um like a acting background rather than just like this is a show and stuff so I really I like that episode. I also like that it was such a contrast to Glee because even though Glee does have a lot of serious moments and focuses on serious things to me I always see the show as more of a comedy where mm-hmm. 13 Reasons Why is the entire opposite. It's definitely a like dramatic show that does have some comedic elements, but it was just nice to show people like, "Oh, we're not afraid to talk <clears throat> about serious topics and even like, you know, trying to be careful that we're not saying anything that's too offensive or mm-hmm. even just I feel like we had a lot of um uh ideas that just sort of I don't know, it was interesting to sort of talk about in that sense. And I feel like that episode was the episode where we were more formatted with different things. Because I remember when we did the Glee one, and then I was like, well, this is, our Glee episode was a little too long. And maybe we should, like, think about doing, like, subsections and everything. So I feel like that was, that was, like, our moment that we really focused on everything. And we broke, because I remember we broke up the characters and stuff more and, like, did different Mm storylines versus, like, before where it was just general like this was a lot more focus yeah and everything like you said Ooh, and then surprisingly surprisingly <laughs> i actually did enjoy making the after part series that mm-hmm. we did for part one and part two did i like the movies not at all mm-hmm. y'all already know we that. already know we hate the movies but getting to sort of um discuss our feelings and even it was shocking to me that Charlene didn't like the movies because I would have thought oh this is the super fan right this is the one that loves everything so of course she would like the movies but um I don't really remember much of these two but I do remember we were actually able to watch after part two with each other and I just Mm -hmm. remember having you know good old Applebee's laughing at the stuff and we're like wait what (laughs) why did they do that so definitely that my gosh after because when I really look back at after part one and part two I really liked it and after part one I feel like it was more substance to it and then after part two we were just really just criticizing it right and also with the after series that sort of changed the way that we approached episodes because instead Mm -hmm. of having a tv show where you can look at seasons and storylines with uh technically it was a movie but we were more so looking at it with as a book so it's like okay we have to we know that the movie's based on the book so we have to consider how does the book play into this Mm -hmm. how is that different than what you know we see on here so a lot of that was sort of interesting to get to play around with and I feel like it helped going further with other 
adaptations, you could Definitely. say. And I really like, I feel like that was the turning point where I was like, we should do something with books. Because it was just so, because yes, I am a book fanatic, but it's just no. something about comparing a movie to a book. Because you really get to see the full story of everything. So I really like those, those episodes. And oh my gosh, in after part, was it after part two where it took so, like oh. 30 different jobs <laughs> to do the lead up? There was a deleted like <laughs> 10 minute part where we were just we dying. Were I don't even know what we were laughing about, but we were just laughing. And I think we laughed at something that was completely inappropriate. Right. <laughs> but we weren't laughing at that. But it was just. It was just, I don't know what like possessed us to start laughing. Oh, God. Laughter comes at the worst times. Definitely. Oof. So how did you feel about the Tyler Perry episode? Wasn't feeling that one at all. Honestly, no. I, I didn't like it. I think even going into it, like, I thought it could be kind of cool when because we were like, oh, let's focus on people and see how that goes. But once we did that episode, it was like, ah. I feel like that was the episode. I was like, really, Charlene? Like, ugh. Well, we had a good idea, but just to be, I'm... Sometimes just execution in general just isn't mm-hmm. all that. And it's not like either one of us did anything wrong on our behalf. It just wasn't all that. It was just interesting, you know. I feel like, well, that also helped us see, okay, well, maybe we don't want to focus. Because I remember we were going to do like a Chris Pratt episode or something mm-hmm. like that. But we realized just talking about a person is kind of difficult. It's mm-hmm. easier to go with like a show where like other people sort of have opinions. Because everyone knows, um, as Spike Lee once said, uh, a lot of buffoonery on Tyler Perry's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, TikTok part one and two. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember the first part of TikTok. I just remember where we were when we filmed, I think, part two. Yes. Or maybe it was part one. I don't even remember. But that one was also interesting because we were focusing on an app versus like a movie or mm-hmm. like a show or anything. So it was interesting to talk about its influence. And I always find that interesting in general just to see how social media apps, especially ones like TikTok, which for so long, and we covered this in our episode, was hated. People were like, ew, why would you want to be on TikTok? And now it's like, nah, I'm on TikTok now. And, you know, this is funny. Look at this TikTok. Let's do this TikTok dance. So it was just interesting seeing how, you know, people can really make careers out of it. Because I I don't feel like someone who's Instagram famous, like, I don't, you don't know their name. Like, I see Mm -hmm. people verified on Instagram all the time. And I'm like, who's never seen them before? But you just sort of assume them to be an Instagram model versus like on TikTok. There's you know. actually a lot of effort that goes into it. Like, oh, what am I going to post today? What am I going to do this day? So Right. And at the time, I was still really into uh, TikTok room before they got their original <laughs> account deleted. And I will admit, it was very, very negative. But, oh, that carried me through 2020. TikTok was uh, toxic for a while. Yeah, especially last year. They, it was going crazy on there. In, in 2019, when I joined, it was I joined free. in 2019. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. I just joined at the end of 2019. Oh, I joined in the summertime. Yeah. So Degrassi. This one I was excited for because I was a big Degrassi person. And if I'm not wrong, I just finished my second watch around this time. Maybe mm. earlier, maybe later. But Charlene had also been into Degrassi before I was. But yeah. it, it was just... Like, that to this day is my favorite show. I love mm. Degrassi so much. Like, I want to watch it for a third time, but I need to wait so that this way all the storylines are gone <laughs> out of my head. You so don't like, remember. <laughs> yeah, because then you look at people, you're like, who is that? But I, I just like being able to talk about it, just especially with someone who's also seen the show mm-hmm. and has, like, 
similar opinions to me, but also different ones and being able to compare like the classes and mm-hmm. oh, that was a fun one to play for. Because I, you, and I thought it was pretty interesting because I grew up from uh, when, when did I, when did I start watching Degrassi? I grew up, because my sister watched it first and I just kind of joined on. I think it was around when Emma started graduating. Yeah, it was around Emma's class graduation and then that's when I started getting into the new class people. Um, so I never really saw the original first seasons of Degrassi, so I thought it was interesting to hear your point of view about it and then, like, watching it for myself. Oh, yeah, that's actually kind of interesting, too. And my sister, I remember she watched Degrassi. She didn't see the older generation. She mainly watched, like, I remember she was watching Maya's class and a bit of, like, Claire's class as well, because mm. I do vividly remember some of that, but I was never into the show. I was probably, like, eight, so that yeah. whole drama stuff, that wasn't really for me. But getting to watch the show from the beginning, especially because I didn't plan on watching the show. I just wanted to see Drake acting, and then I just got hooked. <laughs> so being able to see the whole thing was also just uh, amazing. It was, Degrassi really changed my childhood, honestly. Just growing up with Degrassi, it's just uh, eye-opening. I remember being scared to go to high school. Mm. <laughs> like, it was that deep. I mean, to be fair, that is a pretty scary show to watch compared to, like, you know, in a Disney high school show. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, God, oh, I'm going to get bullied today or something like that. Like, but, dude, I watched suicides, people getting stabbed. Like, <laughs> There's a lot in Degrassi that scared me. I was like, I'm not going to high school, Quinta. But that theme song, that hits to this day. You're the best. Okay, no one actually The best that I can be, whatever it takes. Anyways, (laughs) moving on from that disturbing cover. Ooh, another episode that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed was Dance Moms. And Mm -hmm. to be fair, this was actually a pretty popular episode. I'm glad you all enjoyed this one as well. That was popular. And actually, um, Potato Lady... She reviewed that episode. Yes, when we got our review, and I'm glad she did. We were so scared she didn't do the Tyler Perry one. <laughs> yes, we thought she was going to do the Tyler Perry oh, one. Oh, she we would have like, been like, mm, not, my, not my favorite podcast, but if you guys uh, like it, you know, that's all on y'all. I was terrified. <coughs> Excuse me. I was so terrified that she was going to do Tyler Perry. I'm like, at least do after one or after two. I'll d- deal with that. But Dance Moms was pretty good because that was a show that I watched from beginning to end. Yes, yeah, sorry. I was trying to remember. I'm like, we definitely, that definitely was not our season finale. There's no way it could have been. No. But, oh, man, that was just, it, it was good. And I honestly, that was another show. Like, that was my Degrassi growing up. Like, I, okay, yep, there we go. I grew up watching Dance Moms. Like, that's what changed me. Because before then, I used to only watch, like, kid shows and whatever. But then after that, I, uh, like, Dance Moms easily started my reality TV phase. I loved <laughs> Dance Moms. And now, looking back, it's kind of hard because it's like, oh, I feel so bad for the girls. Like, the yeah. stress they're under, the pressure, all those things, having to watch your parents fight. But when I was, like, 10 or 11, <clears throat> I ate that up. Honestly. I Oh. And it's just the drama between Maddie and Chloe and then not getting a solo. Who's on the top right. of the camera, man? I was like, yeah. My first episode was, I remember, was when Chloe dropped her hat on the stage. And I was like... <laughs> She did not. I was so scared for that girl. And her mom was like, I am not having it today. We're done. I was like, wait, she's really going to. It was just, oh, my God. Like, at that time, I was just so on the edge. I don't even know what was my favorite. What was my first episode of Dance Moms? I think it was when Chloe. No, no. Yes. It was when Kendall was at Candy Apples. Okay. I think you definitely started before me then. Uh, really? 
Well, at least that episode, I think. I was feel like older. that was a rerun, though. I started. Yeah, I, I don't mean like. Uh, yeah, I meant to say, I don't mean you started before me, but the episode you saw came before mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Dance Hall is a good episode. Loved it so much. And then our season finale was animated TV shows, mm-hmm. which honestly, I feel like that episode was a good segue into yeah. talking about some of the shows because um, I think. We knew we were coming close to the end of our first season, but there were still, like, so many ideas that we had. Mm. So we ended up just going, like, oh, well, let's have, like, let's talk about a general topic. And we focused on certain uh, shows. Like, I know I did South Park, but that made me really want to do a South Park episode. So yeah, getting to sort of do a brief touch about that was just, it was hard to contain my excitement with that <laughs> one. And I... I love talking about Avatar, even with someone who hasn't watched it. I've seen some episodes, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but, like, you haven't watched, like, all of them. Yeah. So, I really... And Avatar really made my childhood, because I was never really into animated TV shows when I was younger, because I didn't see... I wanted things that was more realistic, and that show really was a turning point for me when I was a child. I think we also did Spongebob in that episode, too. Yeah, it's been I, actually, a minute. I actually don't like Spongebob. See, I, I never took Charlene to be an Avatar person, but I love Spongebob. I will wear that on my sleeve. As a matter of fact, when I leave on my flight tomorrow, I'm already <laughs> going to have the Spongebob SquarePants movie downloaded and ready wow. to watch. Love that movie. Only the 2004 version. Don't ever play me with that ugly nonsense that comes late years later. But, oh, getting to just talk about that in general was just... I don't know, it felt in a strange way nostalgic, but also fun, because we weren't, like, we weren't overly critical of the shows, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Like, I can't stand when you're watching something and someone's, like, doing a really deep analysis. When you when the person's arm moves, you can tell that they're upset, and it's like, okay, we don't, we don't, don't need care. all that. Let's just, just, let's just have talk fun. about what we like about the show. Call it like that. Basically, is what I'm trying to infer. And then for season two, our first episode of season two, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, that's the season that we started doing like guest stars. Yes. And we did Social Dilemma, and that was with your friend Will. Yes, yes. How did you was, feel about that? That was interesting to me because I honestly, I mean, like, we don't know who watches our stuff. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. people tell us, like, oh, I like the episode and stuff, but it's not like something that, you know, most times it's like my family members telling me like they enjoy the episode, like they'll mm-hmm. reach out personally, but I don't really hear it as much from my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Losers. But, <laughs> you know, um, having him do that, we were honestly a little bit nervous because we weren't really sure how things were going to work. And then yeah. with COVID and everything, Charlene and I were kind of good. Cause like, okay, we see each other fairly often. Like we're not really scared or whatever. And I mean, not like we thought he was going to have COVID or anything. We were mm-hmm. like, how is this going to work? And where are we going to be able to film? And uh, like having to make adjustments for how the microphones get set up. So that was a whole yeah. process. Personally, I didn't like that. Even though I'm pretty sure I'm the one who suggested this. I just didn't like doing the social dilemma because it felt very serious. Yeah. And originally going into season two, I thought, oh, it'd be cool to do more serious things. But then I realized doing that episode, I like lighthearted stuff. I don't want to have to do research and remember this and do that. Like I like just doing things that we can just talk mm-hmm. and there's no pressure to be like oh well this was a commentary on this and whatever and it was definitely for me that episode was really stressful because one I didn't really know Will and I was like oh my gosh he's coming to my house I don't know him and, and nothing wrong with him if Will if you're listening you know you're you're a cool guy uh but I was just so nervous I was like oh what if he doesn't like me what if I don't know what to say to him Hilarious. I was just really weird and then, honestly, I didn't really like the social dilemma that much. So it was just kind of like, hey, 
I, yeah, I thought the documentary, I, that's what it was. I wanted to do a segue into, like, documentaries, but mm-hmm. to be fair, it was a lot harder because I, I, had, I saw The Social Dilemma a while ago, so, like, I don't remember when I watched it in terms of, like, when we recorded it, but mm-hmm. when I had seen it, I had to, like, re-watch it to even really remember what it was about, and second time watching, I was like, this is long. God, it was here? so unnecessary long. I thought some of the points that they did were, were interesting and in how Netflix, uh, like, had these little scripted elements, even mm. though they can be very cringy <laughs> at times. But I was like, okay, it's not... And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a documentary person. I enjoy watching documentaries, so it wasn't bad on that aspect. But going forward, we, we sort of cut off documentaries. Definitely. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. We had another guest host, and that was with our friend Stephanie. Mm-hmm. That one was fun. I really enjoyed really, making I that I like that one. I feel like that was more carefree. We was able to just, like, just, it was no pressure into it at all. And honestly, my favorite part was just hearing Stephanie become more comfortable with speaking, like, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, like, and like no insult to her, but, like, she was a lot more robotic, a little stiff, <laughs> like, a little more theater you know like you you feel like you're saying something you're like reading a script and then once she got into it it was like oh like it felt like after a while oh we're still recording like i didn't realize we were recording man we were just having a conversation that episode i knew that one was gonna come out long i think we recorded for like an hour and some yeah because we had to we had to split everything up and everything with the editing i don't know who edited that episode but yeah it was me that episode because i really love keeping up with the car that keeping up with the kardashians so it was interesting seeing your point of view on the show because originally you were never really a fan of the kardashians yeah and like being able to have my perspective change and i also just thought we were all different levels of fans like Mm -hmm. i consider her to be a super fan like whether Mm -hmm. that's true or not like she definitely knows the most about them and then you're next like you're a general fan you know information but it's not like this isn't your world you're not living (laughs) and breathing kardashians and you have me who's at that point i've probably only seen like two episodes Mm -hmm. and the first controversial episodes basically like i saw the episode with Kylie Jenner turning 18. I don't know why. I just remember that one. I saw that <laughs> when it came out. I saw probably one that has Caitlyn Jenner in it, maybe. And mm-hmm. then I, I watched one of their seasons. Whatever one focused on the whole cheating thing. That was the only Travis? one I really... Yeah. Yeah. That was the only one I wanted to see. So Not Travis. That's not his name. Tristan. Eh, <laughs> all T names, all black. Anyways. <laughs> oh, aren't we funny? South Park. Oof. To be fair, I'll be honest, execution-wise, I wish I had picked more episodes that I knew I would have wanted to talk about, in a Mm. sense. Like, all the episodes that I picked out, I like them, but I was like, well, I want to make sure that in case we have any South Park fans out there, we do them justice and, like, cover the episodes that are more popular or, like, more talked about, or at least I wanted to find episodes that had different that showcased what South Park was about. So, like, the medicinal fried chicken is a good example of, like, okay, no, medicinal fried marijuana, whatever the episode's called. I was like, <laughs> okay, this one is, one, it's a very popular episode, but it also is a social commentary. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting for especially you who hadn't really had any exposure to South Park. So, like, that's good. And then I took Scott Tenorman Must Die, because I'm like, oh, that shows how evil Eric Cartman is. And then I wanted to do one about race, something about that, but... If I, I wish I could have just gone back and done more of the episodes that, like I said, I wanted to do because then I feel like I would have had more fun with it and you can see more of their range because some mm-hmm. of the episodes I picked out had more of like serious or like things that you would, I don't know, expect to see, but 
it, you can't start off a show watching their best episodes because then from there it's kind of like eh but with them it's just I don't know if I got to do my favorite episode personally which is a nightmare on FaceTime I I think Charlene would have really enjoyed that one just because it's not really one that you have to focus a lot on commentary it's just oh that's funny definitely I but the episode I liked from South Park I think it was the New Jersey episode because it's just it's funny to see how other people view New Jersey because and especially on TikTok I was it's like this trend to do a New Jersey accent and they're like talking very like New Yorker and I'm just like we don't talk like that in New Jersey though and if we do it's probably the Italians who really talk like that right but majority of us in New Jersey don't talk like that. And then in general, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about our state that much, so it's yeah. fun to be like, wait, these are New Jersey! Ah! Oh, I was so excited for that one. Yeah. Ooh, Verity by that little lady, Colleen Hoover. <laughs> that was... I feel like I, my, I... Doing a book was definitely a different for us because it was more of trying to break down the book rather than just say what we thought about the book. Right. Um, and I never really talked about a book to this uh, magnitude like that uh, with anyone else. So I like doing that. Even though I read the book first before you, sure. I really did um, enjoy seeing your reactions to the things that happened. And even though you semi-spoiled the book for me. No, I did not. Well, okay, I'll clarify. When I say semi-spoiled, you do this thing. Am I? Well... My mom does it worse, but you do this thing where you'll be like, oh, did you, did you see the part? Like, oh, Jer- Jeremy's someone that you got to really, ki- like, you got to think about it. Jeremy does something crazy in the end. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't stand when people do that. Because it's like, I want to be able to experience that myself and not feel like that or whatever. But I honestly think, I don't have all the data in front of me. Verity was probably like the first book I read and guaranteed a year. Because I don't read, I don't really find enjoyment in reading. I only did it for, like, summer reading to get those requirements done. Like, (laughs) it takes a lot for me to be like, oh, I want to read a book. Like, I brought The Girl on the Train. I brought this other horror book that I was like, yo, they're making it into a movie. I'm going to read the book and I'm going to do this. That was probably about three years ago. No, probably five years ago. Probably five years ago or, like, 2017, around then. Don't know where the books are. Haven't touched them, haven't opened them. (laughs) So, you know, that's my experience with reading. So, I'll admit, this actually was a good read for me because I'm always more into like thriller or even like horror things so anything that kind of has that element to it even though this wasn't a horror story it was more of like a mystery that you could be like hmm and I will admit I was getting scared for girl at multiple (laughs) moments because she was like yo I'm in Verity's room and Verity's sitting there staring I'm screaming her face I'm like yo Verity about to jump up and beat you like you better (laughs) calm down because you get me scared right now just to know that Verity faked the whole thing and then like um I forgot her name I forgot Laura right I can't remember the name of the girl and she literally walked into sleepwalk into her room slept in her bed I'm like Verity didn't feel any of that (laughs) like Ooh, that junk had me scared. I'm just like surprised that she was able to keep it up for so long. Cause I'm, I, mean, I would have like, slipped up real quick and been like, "Yeah, I'm about to sneak out of here one day." And he comes in the room like, "Oh." <laughs> uh, but yeah, and actually, a fun fact: that's the only uh, thriller slash mystery book the author ever did. She said she wanted to do something. Um, she wanted to do something like that. And her publishers was like, no, just stick to romance because she's really a romance author. So she's like, no, I'm going to self-publish this myself because she already had the platform. Right. So, yeah, and it did pretty good. And she was 
those publishers lost they missed out on money yeah but i honestly i enjoyed making that episode like you said with the whole book thing like trying something different it's always fun for us to sort of get a new type of episode in a sense Mm -hmm. of like new focus where we're like hmm we have to rethink how we're going to talk about that definitely great and then the boondocks that was with your mother that yes she was our guest star that was that was an interesting podcast that I remember there was a point where we just went off. Like, we were mm-hmm. all just talking. I don't even remember if it got recorded or not, if we were maybe waiting for something or whatever. We just started talking for probably, like, a half an hour, and then we were like, oh, we got to jump back into the episode. Oh, yeah. I think something happened with the recording, and we had to stop, or something happened. And we were, waiting, we were waiting for it to process, and we mm-hmm. just started going, oh, that was a really fun one as well, because we all had different experiences with seeing the boondocks and it was interesting to have someone who and i'm not and i know sometimes people can be a little weird about ages and stuff but i liked having an older perspective to it Mm -hmm. because it's like she obviously would remember a lot of the stuff that they talked about when it was happening whereas like you know i mean of course i remember uh barack obama being elected president but at the time it didn't mean as much to me because i was like six so i didn't even know what presidents were at the time so Mm -hmm. to see someone like her being able to say this was my experience and then seeing that get spoofed on like um the boondocks is just interesting and it actually like i have a lot of boondocks episodes downloaded ready for my flight because i'm watching that uh martin luther king episode (laughs) that (laughs) martin luther king episode (laughs) was hilarious he's like you know what i'm leaving right oh man y'all are some ghetto trifling i was like (laughs) and it's just so funny to like imagine that because you're like you're making like dr king crazy but it's like wait a minute low-key he'd probably be saying this if he saw some of the stuff that was going on there so that was just fun to sort of talk about and then to hear how her perspective got changed because we would often watch the episodes together um when we okay so when we recorded this episode we Charlene had like picked out episodes for us to sort of watch so we would end up watching it together my mom and I and she always told us like when we were younger she didn't let us watch the boondocks or she never watched it because she didn't like it she thought it was bad for her students she's like I don't want you to think that this is like the black experience this is what black people should strive to be like because mm-hmm. a lot of what you see can sometimes be nonsensical but then when you have an older approach order even she said like taking the teacher lens away it's like as just an avid viewer it's like huh that's a good commentary that's a good note on this so it was just interesting to see that yeah that was one of my like favorite episodes of season two because i the boondocks just that was uh my teacher my history teacher he was really um he talked about the boondocks a lot and i was like hmm, i didn't grow up with the boondocks but i wanted to see from a older's perspective like the boondocks yeah and honestly i always think that like it's fun to look back at a show like that like especially like adult animation shows or like ones that have more of like a uh social element to it Mm -hmm. when you're older because even same thing with south park i watched some of the i started watching south park when i was in fifth grade and at the time a lot of what they covered would either go over my head or like i wouldn't get it because i didn't know enough about it but then watching it you're like huh like this is interesting because I I know what they're talking about I understand what these topics are why they're serious and like the way they're like uh parroting them it's like Mm -hmm. oh it's just interesting to come back with a more mature mindset definitely because then it's fun so trash tv how'd you like the trash tv I think we did that with reality tv shows yeah Springer Murray Bad Girls Club that one I think just in general was just 
fun. It was just a fun episode. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like a we like it was just nice to come off of the boondocks and go straight into just nonsense. Like <laughs> I I think that that one was more of again like that was a setup sort of like how animated TV shows in my opinion was where it was like okay here's some ideas for future episodes that we may want to do and like you know if we do continue on with the season four I would love to look at Bad Girls Club because that <laughs> oh god and like I, it was I liked being able to talk to you about why I ended up liking the show because for many years like that was a show that like my older sisters had watched and I was never into that because I didn't used to like watching people fight and whatever and they looked pretty stupid to me mm-hmm. but I didn't I one day I just like I used to look up reality TV fights and that's how I got back into Bad Girls Club and then in the beginning I was like okay I just want to see them fight but then when you're actually seeing like the episodes and their personalities and like how they change it's like wait a minute I, I kind of like it. Yeah, you are jumping over tables to fight that girl, <laughs> but you do have a lot of confidence. Weren't so, you one of them for Halloween one year? Yes, that one, but that was before I got into Bad Girls Club. I uh, just did that because I knew she was like a meme or whatever, oh. but I didn't know who that was. Someone was like, you're Tanisha. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but yeah, for, for sure. Me, hearing you be like, huh, maybe it can be influential in a positive way. Not everything, yeah. but some aspects and it was kind of um funny not funny but it was enlightening to know that originally the show started out as people um wanting to uh better themselves as a girl then it changed of course but that was also just another thing to look at so Mm. just a fun episode overall i wouldn't necessarily put that in like the favorites by any chance Mm -hmm. but just a fun episode to do Mm -hmm. Ooh, scream I see Scream watching Scream was pretty okay for me I did like the TV show better um I feel like that's the type of show you had to just kind of watch and um and not really think of it as oh I am a big fan of the Scream the old Scream like the original Scream and I don't even like this one I feel like if you wasn't a fan of the first movie you would have enjoyed Scream TV Right. I'll be the first to admit, I did kind of mess this episode up a bit because I didn't end up watching Stream TV like I was supposed to. Don't remember why, honestly, but I just never got around to it. So it was kind of hard to really comment on things because it's like I can't really talk about the show if, like, I can't add my own perspective into it because I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't see it. Personally, I wasn't feeling that episode. I don't yeah. know what it was. Like, just filming I think it, it was around that time. It was just a lot going on. Right. And because I, that was when I was around getting back into, like, really being on a workflow, having more hours and everything. But just, and I was a little sad because I really liked the Scream movies. And I'm mm. probably the one who suggested that we do that yes, to begin with. But <laughs> recording it, I just was not, feel like, it, that, that's the only thing that's, like, really interesting about when we do the episode. Sometimes I enjoy more so of, like, planning the episodes mm-hmm. or other times I enjoy more of the recording like with after I didn't really like as much planning it but recording it was fun yeah I enjoyed doing that and those are the ones that normally stand out in my head a little bit better to me so scream is one of the ones that's like eh, it was there how do you feel about Jenny and Georgia oh <laughs> I love that one that was a nice high from scream because mm-hmm. to be fair I don't avoid watching shows. I don't intentionally say, hey, I'm not going to watch that. But I never got around to watching it. So watching the show, I was hooked. And at the time, it was what I was looking for. I just like having shows that you're into and whatever. Mm-hmm. So getting to talk about it, especially uh, like whenever we can agree on certain <laughs> things or just we both have about the same level of knowledge of something. It's just great. Like 
when we do when we did like okay i'm always going to compare it to after where you have the book knowledge so you can do that as well with verity it's just we both saw the show both watched it boom mm -hmm. so that was that was a fun episode to do i was very excited so happy to do that episode yeah and i really that was a different perspective from like just seeing something and then like being so annoyed at the main character right it's some it, you know the actors doing their job if you're despise a character exactly. i just despise jenny so bad that if i were to see her on site as a character it's on I'm exactly and those shows are low-key captivating to it like mm -hmm. the only way that a show with the main character being annoying works is there has to be other people that make up for it yes. i liked georgia a lot so that's georgia. what could get me through the show jenny was in her own world she started off fine but started doing too much right mm -hmm. and uh, same thing with glee honestly rachel drove me crazy but most of the other characters i was invested in so i didn't really care about whatever she was up to yeah Ugh, let me not get mad and the Hamilton episode, I wasn't in that episode because a family, um, I had a death in the family, but how did you uh, feel about recording an episode about yourself? Honestly, it was kind of interesting because I remember I was on vacation at the time and like I had my family all around me, so I was trying to like find a place to record. It was so <laughs> difficult. And then every day it was like, okay, I, I remember pushing this one off a lot because um, first I ended up watching Hamilton on the plane ride down there, which I never realized how loud planes were. Till you're sitting there and you're like, I, I had the full volume all the way up. I could not hear yes. a single word. I'm like, is he singing? Is he walking around? Like, I had never seen Hamilton either as well. So I'm like, it was crucial that I did watch it. Though I did listen to the soundtrack years before, so I mm -hmm. had an idea of what the story was. But watching it was already a little, little troubling. But trying to, like, record... I remember... Oh, I still remember when I did, like, the opening or something. Some of the things I filmed everything else but the body first i did that at night and i just remember whispering like you <laughs> i listened you to can probably hear it. i'm like hey guys because it was probably like 10 30 at night i was in my room i didn't know how thin the walls were and like we were in like a seven bedroom house like because we had a lot of people staying with us so i'm like okay we're gonna be doing this <laughs> and then when i recorded the i mean i was a lot louder when i recorded the body because i was able to isolate myself but I was like, they're they're watching their little <laughs> tennis stuff. They're about to be screaming. Everything. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And then every time I went to record, oh, God. It was a bit, it was tricky. If I had been here, like back at home, it wouldn't have taken me as long or wouldn't have been as difficult. But just mm -hmm. being on vacation, not like, ugh, all that. But it wasn't bad, but it made me really appreciate having you with me. Because, <laughs> man, like you really, it, it was... It was hard to, like, just sort of talk by yourself. I'm like, how do people do this? Yeah, it was just, like, having a one-sided conversation. <laughs> Basically, it's like I'm asking myself a question that I'm like, yeah. And then I can't. And sometimes, like, our episodes, they become long because we bounce off of each other's ideas, even yeah. if they're away from the episode. Whereas with this one, it was just, yep, that's what I think about this one. All right, moving <laughs> on. I was like, I saw it was at 25 minutes. I'm like, what am I supposed to talk about now? <laughs> That was that was a that was a good episode. Uh, well, it was a it was a episode that we realized we're never doing an alone episode. No, no, that's, that that was pain, torture. <laughs> Nothing against you though, of course. <laughs> Rap versus feminism. That was actually our best episode of that season. I I really like doing that episode. Mm -hmm. And Charlene and I sometimes like when trying to find what works within culture play by play because we always say we just want to talk about pop culture things, but. Mm -hmm. Whenever we, like I said, whenever we do something that's different than like our usual TV show or like movie format, 
it's interesting. And so to talk about this, it's like you can really go anywhere with this. So yeah. trying to even narrow down who we wanted to focus on or like, I think we ended up breaking it down into like decades, mm-hmm. which made it a bit easier. But just doing like the research for this was actually fun. And like Definitely. nobody likes doing research. But for this, it was like, oh, and they said that in this song. Hey! <laughs> and just, oh, my God, seeing like how things are the same, how things are different. Like it was just fun to talk about. Yeah, and that was the one, um, my cousin, he actually was like, oh, that was a good episode. Like, I really liked that episode. It was informative. And I like I like to consider myself a feminist. So just having um, backgrounds on, like, different, on black feminists and, fem- like, white feminists. Right. So it was just having that uh, mindset while going into rap, rap songs. It was kind of fun. And I, I also like that we sort of, because it's such a broad topic there's always so much more we can add in there like i don't think we ever specifically focused on race but going forward like that could be something that's interesting or that can make somebody go hmm i wonder how that compares in this community Mm -hmm. or among this or even just doing rap against other things like i don't know homophobia or something like those are just it's just fun to do that was a fun episode that would have been a really good episode if we did rap versus homophobia and it really wouldn't have been about like the songs necessarily but the rappers who are uh homophobic Exactly. Oh, man. Transphobic. All these Look phobias. Look at us already. See, hey, maybe... Never mind. I don't want anyone to get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I almost told them, why don't you all try to do something? Please. No. No, no, no. We'll keep that for us. Okay. Season three. Uh, that was the season we kind of... We fumbled the ball. Uh, season three. Okay. Let's talk about how we planned season three out. We was like, okay, it's going to be a little bit different. And we planned it early. Like, yes. By the, when we were doing Rap versus Feminism, I think after we recorded, we probably sat down and said, hey, let's get an idea of how mm-hmm. we're going to do season three. At some point before we even started, we said, this is the game plan. <laughs> we got this. We know we practiced how we recorded, like, on from different places. And then the day of when we were recording, what we were doing Never Have I Ever, right? We had yeah. to re-record that. We had to re-record Never Never have I ever because you couldn't hear someone. It was either me or we couldn't hear you. Yeah, I I, I don't remember who it's probably. It might have been me, maybe. I don't know honestly. Yeah, but, but it was just uh, to Anchor be, was playing yeah, with us. I I honestly honestly feel like if it I mean there were other things too but that was the like that was the big thing like that was what started everything off it's mm-hmm. like ooh, this season really is going to be tough because not only were we going to be we had already sort of planned out okay we're on different time zones but we can work on these days if we can't meet at this time it's fine maybe you can just cover writing for this and then we'll come together and do that or whatever but yeah just having anchor not have that episode ready was literally <laughs> like and our only saving grace was that I think we that might have been Spider-Man though I don't remember but I know one of the episodes we filmed was closer to Labor Day and we were like okay we can just re-record on this day because we know we don't have classes or something I think it was never have I ever yeah it might have been that one and that's what our saving grace was we knew okay going forward if it doesn't work and then at the same time when we first practiced like recording our episodes apart, they sounded fine. To be fair, we were in the same. No, we were somewhere else. I think. Yeah, we were. I was home. You were home. I I might have been at. I feel like I might have been at my dad's house or something. Yeah, you were somewhere else. Yeah, but we we practiced it and everything came out fine. Mm-hmm. Yet for some reason we recorded and when we listened back, we're like, why do I sound like that? Why can't we hear this person? And then like, it was like taking forever to process. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna like do this? Right, and just to let everybody know, normally sometimes we break up our things, like our intro can be separate than other stuff. So mm -hmm. when we film those things, the intro is usually, let's say about 30 seconds. It only takes about a minute, maybe two for it to process and then we can record because if it's not done processing, you really can't do much else or you I can mean, risk, you could, you could risk losing it though. Yeah. And that was our thing. We didn't want to re-record when it came to something like the body, like the intro, that's fine mm -hmm. because we can re-record that anywhere. But you know, having to go through your thoughts all over again and say the same thing, it's just a lot. Exactly. So it, it was just struggling with that. That made that, at least that episode was bad, but mm -hmm. Never, doing the actual episode itself was nice because I liked that show. Yeah, but I felt like it was like a little hard for me because the, the dorms, the dorms are so loud and you really realized that walls are paper thin when you're trying to do something and you need everything to be quiet. And yeah. then like my school is next to a fire department. Oh, please. Uh, ambulance. Uh, um, a rescue squad so you constantly oh and, and a train station and right? a train station so you constantly hear um sirens and then the train i'm like oh i want nothing against your roommate but sometimes you know they yes. come in another room and it's like <laughs> like my only saving grace was the building i was in was a little more like you don't hear as much noise in there especially because they have more quiet hours and whatever but Nah, I, I get it. Like having the paper thin walls, I'm like, I don't want to be bothering people because I don't want people to be hearing me all the time being like, hey, everyone, so what's, eh, <laughs> but whatever. Ooh, Evolution of Spider-Man. That was my favorite episode. I actually thoroughly, yeah, I would say that probably was my favorite one as well, just because I, I was never a big fan of like, I'm not a big fan of superhero movies. I don't find them interesting. I feel like you already know who's going to win. So what's the point of really watching the movie, right? And I don't like action and stuff. Like I said, I'm a horror person. I like anything horror related. And Horror is action. You do realize that. Not necessarily. Okay. Anyways, because this girl really tried me for a second. Um, <laughs> I like. I only saw the last Spider-Man movie, like when we first started talking about this. And I'm also not a big movie person. So trying to watch films for me is difficult. And I learned that especially because this semester I'm in a film class. Don't know why, because I don't like watching movies, but yet I'm in a film <laughs> class. So having to watch movies for that class and then for this, I'm like, oh my God, like trying to get through one movie a week is already difficult, but never mind. I got to watch the first Spider-Man, second one. And by the time I watched those, I couldn't even remember what happened in Tom Hollandsburg. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I got to find a way to watch that. Uh, I found a YouTube thing on that. So I was like, we're chilling with that one. But oof. It was, I really liked that episode because speaking to someone who doesn't really have a lot of Marvel background, doesn't really know anything about superheroes, it was kind of interesting and I kind of, that was episode was a little bit scary for me to be honest because yes, I do consider myself a comic book fan, but I don't know a lot. So I don't want any of the hardcore like comic book fans be like, that's inaccurate. What you said right. was inaccurate. I'm like... Ooh, I'm trying. I just think that's how I was with South Park. Like, yeah, it was like, ugh, like in. I mean, what are the chances that our audience is made up of all that? But you never know. Things go viral now, and it's like, look at how stupid they look. It's yeah, like, I'm just like, ugh. like I, I. That's why I had to do a lot of more research, even though I'm very familiar with Spider-Man comic books, but. I had to do extra research just to make sure I was talking the right thing. Yeah, and and last my last point about this was just I liked seeing the different. It felt like you were watching the same movie, but directed differently in a sense, different like, format. And a lot of people have said that like 
uh, Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man, and Tom Holland's a good mix of the both, which mm -hmm. I also agree with. Like, I liked seeing each person's interpretations, and you really did see a different character, or like mm -hmm. a different, you saw a different Spider-Man, you saw a different Peter Parker, and that was what I really enjoyed in getting to talk about. Yeah. And Fear Street trilogy, I'm, this to be honest. This is the one that threw us off a lot, to be honest with y'all. Yeah. We... And, all right, so after Spider-Man, we had Fear Street set and go because I had watched it when I first came to school and I really enjoyed it. And I don't know. We, we just, we just <laughs> I feel like I would have enjoyed that episode a little bit better if I didn't find out my grandmother died that day that we filmed it. I was like, yeah. I just had finished crying. And then I get on the phone. I'm like, she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, you know, my grandmother died. <laughs> yeah, and then my step-grandmother passed away that same exact morning, too. So it was just like... <sighs> but in, if we had been on top of that episode, we probably could have prolonged it. We were like, it's already been, like, almost a month, maybe, yeah. since we did our last episode. Like, we just, we just got to get it out at this point. So that... <laughs> That one took a lot of strength to get through that episode. I was like, bro, I would need this episode to be finished. <laughs> that was that was a rough one. But I did like the movies. I It took me a minute to watch the first movie, though, because I wasn't really feeling it. And then I just kind of, like, dove in. Yeah, I will say, and like we said in the episode, it got better with each one. But yeah. the main issue with all of season three in general was just getting around to, like, doing it and... I think because this one was a lot more movie focused, especially because it wasn't just watching one movie. It was like with Spider-Man, you have to watch three. Fear Street, you have to watch three. So trying to find time and balancing school, which we hadn't mm -hmm. really considered before because at least my sophomore, not sophomore, my spring semester from this year was a lot easier workload wise yeah. than this one was. So that was, and I didn't have a job at the time. So I really, once I got my homework done, I was like, okay, I can just work on the podcast. Yeah. Whereas this time it's like, okay, I do have to be with this person. When am I going to have time to do this? When am I going to be able to get around to doing that? And then our second season was in the summer. So neither mm -hmm. one of us had classes or anything. We had work, but you can work around that. Definitely. And, um, our, and I feel like that was the episode where I was like, uh, Anaya, I don't think we can... I, I think it's time for us to, like, call it quits. Yeah, I we... Right after Spider-Man, once he realized, like, hey, we haven't really filmed an episode in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we knew going into that one that it was probably gonna be, like, around one of the last ones. Because we had yeah. to really restructure everything. We're like, okay, uh, are we... Because originally we were gonna have six episodes. Oh, no, we were, we were signed for ten for the whole season. Yeah, the ten. And then we broke it down to six. And then we was like, no, because we were supposed to do it after we fell... And then we just never recorded. <laughs> we never met up. It was just like it was a lot. So he's yeah, like, uh, was... you know what? Let's just let's just wrap this up. <laughs> Whew. Okay. And then our final episode, after. besides this one, was after we fell, yeah. which it was interesting because you know we had seen the other after two, or at least the other after film. So it was nice to be able to do like a comparison to those. But mm -hmm. I think just in terms of where we were in the season, like they weren't. It wasn't as enjoyable for me to, like, yeah. really do. I mean, it was nice that we got to be with each other when we recorded this episode, so mm -hmm. we didn't have to worry about Anchor or just any <laughs> any issues. Yes. We're like, yo, we have it under control. We're all good. But just knowing that there was a lot of burnout when it came to the podcast was yeah. just kind of sad because it did kind of feel like our baby. Like, we really, talking, like, looking back at season one, until like, wow, we, like, those were, like, really enjoyable but mm -hmm. honestly it's mainly just it was just the wrong time yeah um 
I think okay, I was gonna ask us like what came what made us like come to the conclusion that maybe we need to take a break with the podcast. And I think it was just really school came back full force. Everything's on campus now. And then just like trying to balance school, work, social right. life. Everything was just so much and it was too heavy. And I like it was I got depressed in college. So I'm just Same like here, I couldn't here. I couldn't do that and the podcast. Right. Like, I I didn't have that same excitement mm-hmm. for going because it just felt more like a chore. And like you said, having school. And even though, yeah, and the first time we did this, we were in school, it was easier to sort of navigate around. At least, like, I know from my half, it was, yeah. I was, it was easier for me to navigate around. And we could see each other. So we yes. knew, okay, worst case scenario, we can sort of do this. But this one was just, this, this was rough. Yeah, season three was rough, man. And it's just, it was just too, it, like you said, it was just the wrong time to do that. If, yeah, like, who knows? Like, if we had, if we maybe pick up a season four and we aim for, like, the summer when we know we at least won't have school to worry about, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, because I might be trying to do some summer classes. But, Me too. I'm thinking about graduating early. Exactly. <laughs> but besides that, it's like, if you know you have more free time, it's, it's easier, because then there's nothing really stopping you versus, like, with this, it's like, how do I schedule in something that's supposed to be fun? That's the whole thing. The podcast is something yeah, fun. Even editing became, I, like, I stopped listening to it. Like, I'll just be like, oh, maybe I should cut that out. Right. <laughs> but I wouldn't really actively be listening to yeah, it. Yeah, before when I used to edit, I would, like, take notes and I'd be like, okay, this part we may not need to keep because it is a bit repetitive here. This time around, it was just, sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> I'll cut off the top of the end and we'll call it a day. Like, it, it was just, and it was kind of sad because, like yeah. we said, you know, there's something that we enjoy doing. And we promised like when we first did this like if it becomes a chore to us we're stopping exactly just something to be have fun with yeah any final thoughts um i do want to say that this journey has been very eye-opening very Mm -hmm. interesting there are a lot of things that you know i wish i had done a bit better or had you know been more on top of and stuff but overall i wouldn't i don't regret this at all like the fact that We've done this all in one year. It's actually blowing my mind because I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, we did this in one year. I know. (laughs) It just hit me. I'm like, wait, we only started this back in February. Dang. So the fact that this has all been one year, that uh, this is feeling longer than 2020, to be honest with you. But this really did help me, especially when it felt like school was my only, like, thing that I was doing. Like, having Mm. something fun that I could just do with my best friend. We're having a good time. Like... You know, we, we don't do this for money. We're not doing this to, you know, get famous. Or we're literally just doing this because it's enjoyable for us to just talk about things. And it's nice to hear other people agree with us. They're like, oh, that's an interesting point. Or I've never seen this. I'm glad you guys talked about it because maybe I want to start getting into it. So, yeah, those are my things. And I like... I really love that we that I came up with this idea (laughs) and uh, I love that we went through the whole process like creating a name and then creating a logo like I just loved the whole process of everything and I what was I about to say and I love like buying the mics setting up the mics doing like I just it felt (laughs) really like professional like having like creating a whole new email like getting Mm. everything set up like we're creating we're on a schedule. We're making, oh, here's what we want to talk about. Let's get a PowerPoint. Let's let's know what we want to say before we begin. Like, that whole aspect was fun. And getting into that business side of it. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe do something like that in the future. Don't know 100%. But that was just a fun journey because I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. And I, definitely, we didn't even focus on the views. 
Like, because, yeah, we got to consider amount of views per episode and everything. But after a while, we just started doing it just for us. Exactly. Like, it wasn't like, oh, well, okay, this episode's really popular, so we got to stick on that. Like, it was just, let's do what, what we, we think do. is interesting. Yeah. And that's what I really like about where we are now. Yeah. So, this is our end of our episode, our final episode for... We don't know when if we come back or if we want to just, like, keep, you know, just do it. We don't know where the future lies for Culture Play by Play. But we really appreciate y'all listening to us and loving what we're saying. So, um, shout out to Lee James 55, though. Because that person made our day saying our voice is annoying. Those reviews were, that was, <laughs> that was a beautiful morning to wake up to. Oh, my gosh. I remember reading it. And I was on vacation. I was like, are you serious? Oh, I laughed. I thought that was hysterical. Oof. But honestly, I'm I'm glad we were able to get through three seasons. That's pretty impressive because when we started this, we were like, let's just take it 10 episodes and we'll see where we go. So the (laughs) fact that we got here is just amazing. And like Charlene said, thank you all for just being a part of this journey. It really was nice to have feedback from everyone and just to feel like, you know, we have a bit of an audience. So thank you all. And I'm... If you want to, like, not miss us too much, you could just, like, re-watch, well, re-listen to our, uh, your favorite episodes. Yeah, but as a matter of fact, you can always just go on, like, Spotify, Apple Mm -hmm. Podcasts, or any platform, really, and just find our podcast, maybe put it on while you go to sleep, forget to cut it off, and let it play the whole night. Yeah, definitely. On a a continuous loop. thousand times, preferably. (laughs) Well, this is, this is Culture Play-by-Play. I'm Charlene. And I'm Anaya. And we're signing off.